Welcome to the With Woman Health Podcast. I'm your host, Elena Anderson, the certified nurse midwife behind With Woman Health. This is the place where you can get trustworthy, evidence-based advice on all things pregnancy, birth, women's health, and wellness. So let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to episode three of With Woman Podcast. I hope you guys are all having a great week. We have had some unexpected issues to deal with over here at our house, so I'm a little late getting this episode recorded and edited and posted, but I really appreciate those of you that have been waiting and looking for the episode to come out. Of course, I really appreciate those of you who have subscribed to the podcast And this means that whenever the episode goes live, it's going to show right up in your player, which is really important for weeks like this when the episode goes live a little later than you were expecting. That'll keep you from having to search for it, wait for it, wonder about it. You know that as soon as my episodes go live, especially on weeks like this when life happens and they go live later than expected, you know you're getting them as soon as they go live. So um, hit that subscribe button if you're enjoying the podcast. Man, it was a great morning around here. We finally experienced a little bit of fall weather. And I know that if you're living north of me, you probably are giggling right now when I tell you that that just means we wore some long sleeves this morning out the door, a little chill in the air. But by midday, of course, it's going to be back in the 80s. So we probably have another month or so of that before we really experience true fall weather. But hopefully wherever you are, especially if you're expecting a baby, it's cooling off some because it's a lot easier to be pregnant when you're not in the sweltering heat of summer. Today, I I believe we titled this episode, Trimesters and Changes, and so we're going to talk a little bit about what you can expect during your pregnancy in terms of just normal pregnancy changes and stages. And we're going to really focus on mom's body today rather than the baby's growth and development. I know that you're all excited to know kind of what the baby's doing week by week and how that growth and development has taken place, and we'll definitely talk about that in a future episode. But these are both really large topics, and so it's probably too much to try to cover both of them in one show. Um, so today we're just going to focus on mom and talk about the baby in a future a future episode on the podcast. You know, I'm a very busy mama, just like a lot of you, and I don't have a ton of time to listen to podcasts, but... I like to do that when I'm driving in the car or when I'm doing dishes, and so I don't always have time to listen to a super long show, so I try to keep these episodes kind of short for you guys if possible, something that you can listen to in maybe two chunks or one long chunk, that kind of thing. So in in being respectful of your time and your ability to listen to a podcast, we'll, we'll break it up. So, an entire pregnancy covers the time from the first day of your last normal period until the birth of your baby. And those of us in the women's health field, we will most likely talk to you about your pregnancy in terms of weeks rather than months. And that's a way to break that pregnancy up week by week. And there are lots of important things happening at certain weak junctures in the pregnancy. And of course, it is happening in a month too, but it's easier 
to break that up into smaller increments of time. So you'll hear us talk about it in that way. You can still talk about it in terms of months, especially when you're talking to your friends and your family. That's common. That's the way a lot of people are used to talking about a pregnancy. But technically, we're going to talk, I'm going to talk to you about it today in terms of weeks. And so a healthy full-term pregnancy will last between 37 and 40 weeks. And we divide that up into three stages or trimesters. And these trimesters average about 13 weeks each. And so today I'm going to talk to you about the changes you will most likely go through in terms of those trimesters. So I'm going to break it up into kind of a chunk of time that we call trimesters. And... Just because these symptoms or these changes are listed in a certain trimester, it doesn't always mean that every woman's going to experience them in that trimester or in the order that I'm mentioning them. You may not experience some of them at all. You might experience all of them. Every woman in pregnancy is completely different. And so something you had in the first trimester in one pregnancy may not be the same in the next pregnancy. But these are kind of just the most common changes that you can expect during any trimester of your pregnancy. So let's start, of course, with the first trimester, and this covers weeks one through 12, and it's during this trimester that you're going to find out that you're pregnant. And actually, for kind of a large chunk of this trimester, you may not even know yet that you're pregnant, just depending on your certain situation. Because if you think about it, you're starting with week one, which is actually the, the week of your last normal menstrual period. So during that conception phase of the pregnancy, you're definitely not aware yet that you're pregnant. And one of the first changes that you may notice is that your breasts get kind of swollen and tender. And that is kind of also one of the presumptive signs of pregnancy. So a lot of women will think, oh, my breasts are tender. They're, they're getting kind of swollen and feeling uncomfortable and full. And a lot of people think that their period is about to start. And it doesn't start, it doesn't start, it doesn't start. Then they take a pregnancy test. Another symptom that we talked about last week on the podcast was... Um, some nausea and vomiting. You can go back and listen to that episode if you're experiencing that or you're just interested in hearing more about that. But that's also a presumptive sign of pregnancy. So these are some of the first two things that you're going to experience with your pregnancy. Maybe, maybe not. Again, it just depends on the person. And as your breasts further enlarge, you may start to notice an increase in the veins that are just below the skin surface on the breast. So you may notice kind of a road map of sorts of blue veins um, all up underneath that breast skin. And that is normal. That's common. You, you may or may not experience it, but that is normal if you do. And at this time, you also may notice that your areola, which is the sort of darker, larger area around your nipple, will start to get a little bit larger. Some other things you may start to notice is you may start to need to use the restroom more. Because as your uterus just begins to grow, it'll sort of tip forward and put a little bit of pressure on your bladder. And this makes the need to kind of run to the restroom 
you will most likely be very tired during this trimester. I mean, just like bone tired, exhausted. And you may even start to feel some anxiety or stress at this time. And, and that might seem odd, but there's many, many reasons why that may be the case, that you may start to feel some anxiety and stress. I mean, a lot of women will actually start to worry about weight gain um, at this part in the pregnancy, because even though they may be overjoyed to have a baby, they may be really worried about these changes that are going to take place in their body. And there may even be a little bit of fear over what's to come, what's going to happen. And... We'll discuss weight gain at length in a future episode, but in this first trimester, you're only going to gain around three to six pounds, so it's not a huge increase at all whatsoever, and at this point in time, most people cannot even tell that you're pregnant. You, you may not be telling anyone yet that you're pregnant. You may be kind of keeping this closely guarded, and there are lots of reasons why people do that and, and don't do that, um, and we can explore those a little later as well. But due to all these changes, you may also experience a decrease in your libido or your sex drive. This is normal. I mean, Think about it. Your breasts are swollen, they're tender, you're exhausted. You may be vomiting every time you turn around. Um, it's, it's hard to feel at your best when you've got all these things going on. So it's normal. Just be open and honest with your spouse or your partner about it so that you guys are on the same page. And most of you, I'm sure right now, you're excited. You're excited for this baby. You're excited for the pregnancy. But some of you may not be thrilled about this pregnancy. Maybe you thought you were done having babies and this baby is a surprise. Or, um, you know, you're, you're stressing about finances. Maybe you're thrilled that you're pregnant, but you're worried about how you're going to pay for another mouth to feed and, and that kind of stuff. This is all okay. It's very normal. That There is a gamut of emotions that you may run through when you're pregnant. Lots of things to think about that maybe you never thought about before, especially if this is your first baby. You're excited. You want a baby. You've been waiting for a baby, but now you're like, Oh boy, this just got real, right? Lots of emotions. So just remember that these are all okay. They're all normal. Talk to your provider, your midwife, your physician, but most importantly, don't delay getting prenatal care. Even if this was an unplanned pregnancy, you're not sure how you feel about it. You're not sure what you're going to do about it. Don't delay care. Lots of very, very, very important things happening. You need to make sure that you are healthy, if, if nothing else, for your own self, but of course for your baby. And so your providers can help point you to some great resources that can help regardless of what your situation is. I promise you that midwives and doctors hear it all. We've heard all of the situation, no matter how bad you think it might be. I promise you, you're not the first one to experience it. And we do have some resources that we can point you to that will help, okay? So don't delay care. That's what's most important here. Get some prenatal care. So, you know, the first trimester does not sound like uh, the most exciting time. Lots of 
Um, things can be happening during this time to make you kind of uncomfortable and feel out of sorts, and and that's okay. Again, you may or may not experience these things in the first trimester. Some people sail through and don't have any trouble at all whatsoever, and so, you know, I hope that you are all one of those people, but if not, just know that that first trimester is weeks, 1 through 12, and it's going to be over before you know it. All right, let's move into the second trimester and what to expect there. So this encompasses weeks 13 through 27. And for many, this is going to be the time when you're actually feeling your absolute best. So this is just a really great time during pregnancy. The second trimester for me, I think, is really the sweet spot, in my opinion. So in most cases, your nausea and vomiting and your exhaustion from the first trimester are gone. That is a thing of the past and you're feeling much better. And your baby is continuing to grow, but it's not growing to such a large state that you're feeling all of the discomforts in that third trimester. You know, as your baby grows, your uterus does enlarge and it's accommodating that growing baby. And so you will finally begin to look pregnant and start needing some maternity clothes. Now, of course, this does depend on what pregnancy this is for you and your body type. But people may or may not be able to tell from the outside that you're expecting. Um... For instance, if you have a really long torso, it takes longer for you to start showing than it does for other people because um, you've just got more space to hide that uterus. It's got more places to go. It can kind of grow up, up, up instead of out, out, out. And so it may take a little longer for you to be able to tell. If it's your first baby versus your second or third baby, it will probably take just a little bit longer for you to show and need maternity clothes. And that's normal. That's common. If it's your first baby and you're really excited to be pregnant and you are just like dying for everybody to know um, and ready to get into those maternity clothes, it can be a little disappointing that it takes so long to start showing. But I promise you it's coming and you will enjoy that part of your pregnancy. So just keep that in mind that just your body style, the clothes you wear, all that stuff can affect how quickly other people can, can tell that you're pregnant from the outside. One benefit of the uterus kind of growing up and out of the pelvis as your baby grows is you're going to have less pressure on your bladder. So you may not have to run back and forth to the potty as much as you were in that first trimester. And another benefit of the second trimester is that you may get a return to that libido you lost in the first trimester um, because you're just not experiencing as many as those negative symptoms as you were during weeks 1 through 12. So those are two good benefits of the second trimester. Other changes you may start to notice is that um, your nipple and areola area may start to darken. Most likely it will start to darken. It's not going to be an immediate overnight change, but they will start to change color. You may notice a dark line on your stomach, the lower part from your belly button down, just a little dark line running straight down. This is normal. Um, not all women experience this, and some pregnancies you might, some pregnancies you might not. Um, you may notice some dark patches on your face, and these are most common to women that have a dark hair color. 
and it's caused by hormonal changes of the pregnancy. If you are someone who took birth control pills prior to pregnancy, you may have noticed some of those changes in the the skin on your face, some little dark patches. And that is actually an indicator that you will most likely experience some of that as well with pregnancy. So it's just those hormonal changes that are taking place that cause this. And we can talk a little later in some future episodes about some things you may be able to do about it. But just know that not everybody experiences it. It's more common if you have darker natural hair color and it is perfectly normal changes expected in pregnancy. It's also during the second trimester that you may start to develop some stretch marks on your breasts, your abdomen, your upper thighs, your buttock area. This can be very normal if you're experiencing it. And you may also start to get some spider veins or varicose veins in your legs, especially if you work on your feet and legs for many hours at a time. So I'm thinking about people like nurses who are on their feet for 12, 13 hours a day, people who work in factories and are on their feet, people who work in a farm type situation who are on their legs a lot. I mean, millions of different reasons why you may be up on your feet and legs for an extended period of time and there are some things you can do about that and again we'll, we'll talk more about these in more detail later but today we're just doing kind of a high level overview at this time you are probably going to have high energy level you're going to be kind of back to your pre-pregnancy level you may even begin to kind of be doing things around the house getting ready for baby to come just feeling really good getting your nursery ready that kind of stuff and you're really going to have that pregnancy glow, like your skin's going to start to look good and you just, you're going to be at your peak during the pregnancy. One of the absolute best changes that takes place during this trimester is that you will probably start to feel your baby move. And most likely that's going to be towards the end, the very end of this trimester. So around that um, 27 week mark, 26, 27, somewhere around in there. Um, if this is not your first baby, you may feel it a little bit earlier because you know what you're feeling for. Um, first time mamas, it may take a little bit longer for you. At first, you may just feel some little flutters or bubbles or just kind of like a little bumping around in your lower tummy. It could even feel like gas moving or, or that kind of thing. That's pretty common way for people to describe it, but nope. That's not what it is. It's your baby, which is so exciting and so much fun. Now, unfortunately, no one else is going to be able to feel the baby yet. So, you know, your husband, your spouse, your partner, they can't put their hand on your tummy and feel that yet. Baby's just not big enough or strong enough to make kind of that outward motion. But that will happen as your baby grows. People will be able to feel it from the outside. But for now, just enjoy that it's kind of just your special little thing and you can feel your little peanut in there bopping around. At the end of this trimester and the beginning of the third trimester, I like to mention is a really good time for childbirth education classes. So if, if you have something like that where you're at that you can go and take, um, this is a good time to do that. And we'll talk about some of the fear and anxiety you might experience in the third trimester. And this will help sort of stave some of that off. And then if you um, do baby showers, if that's a cultural practice that you 
um, participate in towards the end of this trimester, the beginning of the next trimester is a really good time to do that because you're feeling good, you're looking good, and you've got the energy to do it. All right, let's talk about the third trimester. This is the final trimester of pregnancy, and this is weeks 28 through 40. Now, some of you are not gonna make it to 40 weeks, and some others of you will go 41 to 42 weeks. So, technically, the third trimester goes until the baby's born, so that could be to 42 weeks, just depending on you and your body. Um, but in general, we say 28 to 40 weeks is the third trimester. And in this trimester, you are going to have rapid growth of that baby. And of course, your uterus is going to continue to grow and enlarge rapidly to hold your growing bundle of joy. And so at this time, it should be pretty obvious to everyone around you that you're expecting a baby. And it's exciting it, it's very exciting, but I have to warn you that there are a whole host of discomforts that can go along with this increasing growth and weight of this growing baby. And I don't say that to discourage you, but I do want you to be aware that it's normal. You may or may not experience all of the common symptoms of that third trimester. Some of you will experience all of these common ailments in the first trimester. Um, but I do want you to be aware of them, and I want you to be aware of the fact that for the most part, these are just normal things that happen during pregnancy. Now, I will tell you that there are things that we can do about a lot of these symptoms that I'm gonna go over. Sometimes you should do something about them. Sometimes you should not do something about them. You should just accept it and, and kind of push through. But I'm going to just go over a list, and it is a lengthy list, of the most common symptoms you may experience during that final trimester, most common changes. Urinary frequency is going to return, and that, of course, is because of the pressure on your uterus from your growing baby. You may start to experience heartburn, constipation, hemorrhoids, an increase in intestinal gas, fatigue will return, nausea and vomiting may return. You may have an increase in your saliva or your spit. You may have vaginal discharge that you didn't have before or an increase in that vaginal discharge. Backache, leg cramps, swelling of your legs and hands, worsening of those varicose or spider veins, an increase in the stretch marks you started experiencing in that second trimester. You may have some pain or discomfort with sexual activity. You may have difficulty sleeping. You may have shortness of breath. You might have some tightening or cramping in your tummy. And you may have some numbness and tingling in your hands and your fingers. So, that's a long laundry list. It makes pregnancy sound miserable, doesn't it? Sorry, that's not my intent. But I do want you to know that all of these things can happen. They all have good reasons behind them for the most part. And there are some things that we can do to alleviate some of these symptoms. Now, while most of these, or actually all of these, can be normal, 
some of these can signal other problems that's going on with the pregnancy or with mom. And so it's really, really important that you're getting good, consistent prenatal care with someone that you trust so that you can discuss these issues with them Especially uh, the symptoms that I think are probably most important that you discuss would be things like the urinary frequency that could indicate a urinary tract infection. It may not. It may just be normal pregnancy, it's a urination frequency, but it could signal a urinary tract infection. So you want to bring that up to your provider. The vaginal discharge, it can be completely and totally normal. As a matter of fact, I expect you to have some increased discharge towards the end of the pregnancy. That's called leucorrhea. We'll talk about that in more detail later. But if you're noticing vaginal discharge that you didn't have before, especially if it's watery, could be leaking of your amniotic fluid. If it's colored or has an odor, it could signal a vaginal infection. So real important to um, report that to your provider. Swelling in your legs and your hands, that can be completely normal in pregnancy, but it can also indicate some issues depending on where it's at, when it happens, that kind of stuff. So report that. Shortness of breath. Again, as your uterus grows, your um, everything's getting pushed up out of your sort of abdominal cavity and putting some pressure on your lungs. So while it is normal to have a little bit of shortness of breath, Shortness of breath could indicate some lung problems, heart problems, so real important to talk to your doctor about that. And then stomach tightening and cramping. While I do expect you to have some of that towards the very end of your pregnancy as your body starts to practice for labor, if you're experiencing this early in the pregnancy, even earlier in this third trimester, I want to know about it as your midwife. I want you to let me know so that I can make sure this is not a preterm labor issue and it is just a normal pregnancy issue. So keep that in mind that even though most of these are normal, it's really important that you talk to your provider about them. And depending on how bad they are, we can recommend some alleviating factors. But hopefully just knowing that most of them are normal, it'll reduce some of your anxiety and, and you won't be, you know, if it's just a mild discomfort, you won't be worried about it. But if it's something that's disrupting your life or it's the items that we mentioned above, it's real important that we talk about it and, and see what we can do to try to make you a little more comfortable. We'll talk about these in more detail a little bit later, um, what you can do about them, that kind of stuff. But again, today, we're just kind of doing that high-level overview. And in this third trimester, you really may start to be experiencing fear about giving birth. You know, that's where those prepared childbirth classes can really help. You know, fear of the unknown is often worse than knowing you know what you know, like if you just don't know what's happening or what's going to happen, you might be quite scared or apprehensive. But if you know what to expect and you know what to prepare for and you know that what you're experiencing is something that millions of women have gone on to experience before you, then you don't worry as much about it. It's not so much in the forefront of your brain causing that true fear, panic type feeling. And at this point too, you may just be feeling less than beautiful, your uterus is larger, your center of gravity is off, you, you're just 
whole host of body changes that you may be feeling kind of self-conscious about. You might be feeling sad about your pregnancy kind of coming to an end and knowing that you're going to have to share your baby with the world. You know, you're not the only one that's going to be carrying this baby anymore. Now, um, your partner, your spouse, your husband, he's going to be wanting to hold the baby and the in-laws are going to be wanting to hold the baby. Your parents are going to be, you know, lots of people. So a lot of people will have some sadness around kind of that end of the pregnancy and having to share that baby. And maybe that's not your experience at all. Maybe you're experiencing all of the symptoms we just talked about and you can't wait for this baby to get out of your body and so you're miserable and feeling kind of depressed and anxious and that kind of stuff for that reason so these are normal um feelings to be experiencing and it's really good to have somebody that you can talk it through with and I don't mean just anybody I mean somebody that you can really trust so bring these items up to your provider when you go for your prenatal classes I mean excuse me your prenatal care visits and and they can help walk you through some of that and get you hooked up with you know maybe in your area there's a, a support group or something like that for pregnant women where they get together and just you know, talk about what's going on and that kind of stuff. That could be really helpful, especially after your baby comes. If you can get together with another mother group where there's other children the same age as yours, all of these outreach things help us to help each other in a community. And it's just so important that we have those resources. So talk to your provider. They can help you hook up with some of those things. And so I know today we've talked about a lot of things that are going to be happening to your body. Your body is doing something amazing that only you can do. It's growing your baby. And it's going to undergo a complete transformation over these 40 weeks. But just remember, you were designed for this. You were given the unique gift of being a woman with the strength to endure all of these new all of these discomforts and bring forth a new life into this world. And for me, I just have to say this has been one of the most amazing blessings I have ever been given. So if you're experiencing some of these things and you're feeling really down about it or sad or that kind of stuff, just just remember this information just remember what your body's doing and try to really empower yourself with that you are a strong woman who is doing something wonderful and amazing and only you can do it so rest in that that's just um some of my words of wisdom to hopefully help you get through some of these tough patches during the pregnancy and you know, hopefully just knowing this information will help you be a little less anxious, a little less worried, and, and a little more relaxed about this whole pregnancy process. So, you know, that's it for our topic today. We've covered those trimesters, one, two, and three, and what to expect through some of those trimesters. Lots of changes happen into your body, but it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And so if you are loving the podcast, I ask that you'll please subscribe. Give me a five-star rating. This helps other people find us. It'll help me to be able to stay on task keeping these podcasts going out once I know that more people are listening and relying on this information. 
You can visit me on the blog at withwomanhealth.com. I'm not as active there as I am right now in the podcast app. I'm letting that sort of take a little bit of a backseat. I'll pick back up on that some a little bit later. But you can read articles and information there on the the website with womanhealth.com. And I'm still building a social media presence. I'm learning how to do all of this. So there's going to be more, more to come on ways that you can connect with me more than just listening to me talk once a week. Because I would love to interact with some of you guys that are listening to the podcast. I'd love to hear information from you about what kind of episodes you want to hear, what information you're interested in knowing, so that I can kind of guide this podcast. Because really, I'm here to help you. I want you to have the information you want. So much more to come on the social media aspect of that so that you know how to connect with me. You can um, email me through the with woman health, um, dot com at the blog, or you could also email me at Elena at withwomanhealth.com. And, you know, I just, I hope you guys really enjoy your weekend that's coming up and I will meet you back here next week for episode four, where we'll dive into another pregnancy topic. Have a great day.